Let them know who you are, G. Yeah, this is Dr. Mindbender from The Grindhouse, and you're listening to Radio 1. Six oh nine here on Radio One Chicago weekend. Gabe here holding it down for Shot Town. My guest in studio, Doctor Mindbender. That's one of his eerily dope, super dope productions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Welcome to the show, man. It's, you know, it's something long, long in the making. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been a couple years since I well, talked to you. We've had like a weird online social media relationship where like we, we play fan, fantasy football, but we like we never meet each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like some futuristic type of you know pen pal. <laughs> yeah, as long, as long as you're not winning, that's good for me. So. No, I, I didn't play with you guys this year. I, I don't. I just didn't have the time to commit to it. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird. Uh, it was a weird season. I, I didn't boycott though, but you know, I was. <laughs> nah, I love football too much to boycott. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I <laughs> like. I, I I love Catman, but I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, but man, thank you so much for joining us, man. You know, you're you're the head of the Grindhouse, your own production studio. You guys are based out of Fort Knox over there on Montrose and Knox. Yes, sir. Uh, what is the the Grindhouse? When people, when I think of that, I kind of think of this eerily um, 
uh, holistic hip hop sound that you guys are keeping alive? Because obviously, when you look in the commercial, it's kind of wild out there, as uh, as Nipsey Hussle would say, you weird rappers. But you know, you guys kind of keep it very genuine to the sort of the soul of what hip hop is and where it came from. I mean, yeah, that's how I started. Basically, we all came up from the basement and just doing it as a group, and, right? And that's just kind of what I've done. I've never known anything other than than that. And I mean, I'm just getting used to working with the younger kids now and learning different sounds and. Which is cool, but my sound is definitely that gutter underground yeah. sound that is definitely just it's it's undeniable, you know, it's it's head knocking and it's it just takes you back to the roots of this hip hop. Do you feel do you feel like when you're working with a, a younger audience that you're either being pulled toward them or you're trying to pull them towards you? It's a mixture of both. You know, I like to add my input, you know. It depends on where they're at. I won't take them out of their element, you know, I like to yeah. just guide them. But if they're leaning towards that 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 unique hip hop sound, I'll guide right. them more into just something, you know. So, are we going to see you start doing like more trap beats and more? Um, I've done, I've, I've, I dabble in trap here and there. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely keep it more boom trap. I would say is boom like, trap, like <laughs> like Illmind. I know uh, Illmind kind of, you know, yeah. he, uh, he tagged that, but definitely, you know, sample elements, but with trap, you know, drums and yeah. and bass. But I like to sample more than play synth. So yeah. So yeah. Did you feel like with the the the, the current state of hip hop that there is a bit of a pressure to kind of like move towards you know whatever the fad is so that there's a you can stay current or do you just think like I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing and you know when I mean, it really, pops it pops. Really, there's there's an open lane for for anything now. I mean, a lot of like the the raw sound is coming back too with like Griselda and um like Westside Gun and Conway what they did with just bringing like. This, the, the samples and just that raw sound back. So there's a market for it. And like yeah. Vic is Vic is selling out vinyls, you know, with dope media. So I mean, there's definitely an open market for for that. Yeah. I, we don't really like to cater to to like demands of just keeping it current or whatever. Yeah. How long have you been uh, producing? Um, since man, since a teen, so like almost 20 years now. Wow, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, and what was the? I guess what was the, the first thing that got you into producing was it? Did you start off as a rapper? Yeah, as and a then figure off, out that as I wasn't a, ready to move. And yeah, starting off as a rapper and just the need for beats. There was like so many of us, and you know we getting tired of rapping over the same vinyl or just same breaks. <laughs> and then I seen I seen an older homie of mine making a beat for the first time on a Nakai, and that was kind of just blew my mind. And that just made me want to just just start sampling. And he showed me how to loop. And from that point, it was kind of just like a drug, and it just took over from just wanting to rap to just, oh, I just want to make beats. Yeah. What was uh, some of the earlier uh, equipment that you were using when you first, because, uh, I mean, now we're talking 97, 98? Like 98, 98, 99. The first equipment, the first thing I touched was a, was a 950 Akai, but it wasn't mine. And then from that point on, I got a hold of like a Roland sampler. And that just showed me how to loop stuff. And I really wasn't making beats. I was just looping. And then a homie of mine put me on to, like, the, the pirated software. That's when I got into just doing stuff like Sony Acid and, and like, early Fruity Loops. Didn't like that. Mm. And then I got into hardware again with a 909. And that was for, like, 10 years I was making stuff on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, was that during the point when um – uh, like the, was that a little bit before Napster, or was that right when Napster that came was, on and you could like take all the, all the, all the, all the stuff was readily available to download? That was around that time. 
Yeah, that was definitely around the, the I would say more of the LimeWire time <laughs> and Napster. Oh, bear share and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's just ready to kill your computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get the Bill, the Bill Clinton virus and all of that. We're talking with Dr. Mindbender here on 88.7 FM's Radio 1 Chicago. He's going to be DJing the monthly hip-hop cypher coming up at 6.30. But we're also getting to know him. Um, so what else? Uh, the, when you when you're, So you grow up, you come up during the 90s golden era. You you also come up during the time when some of the the, the hip hop was starting to transition into more of a, a commercial party vibe with the you know with the the, the bad boy hitman sound and also the cash money and the the Swiss beats. So did you get wrapped up in sort of that Korg uh, the piano you know production? No, around that time is when I discovered people like MF Doom and like yeah. Rhyme Sayers. Okay, so, so that more was the underground. Yeah, that was the time from early thousands to like oh. From like 2006, I was just listening to nothing but MF Doom and yeah. underground stuff. And I was kind of oblivious to, to what was going on. Because it was yeah. pretty much Lil John and, and Jay-Z <laughs> much, and Cash Money, which was cool, you know. But yeah, like the Doom stuff pretty much kept me tuned in. To and then who, who from like the Chicago scene that you were checking for? Because that was like the late 90s and, you know, I don't think we had. Um, I mean, we definitely had. At that point, I was definitely listening to Moleman. For sure. Like Vak Hill, Juice. Um Mass hysteria, yeah, and like that group of people was keeping me in tune. Were you? Did you uh, ever build a relationship with those guys? No, nah, no, nah, I was still just a fan at that point. Like yeah. I was still in the burbs, so I was just coming out and just watching them do it. You know, I didn't really know like they were that accessible at that point. <laughs> like, right, now, right. now I have that relationship with Panic, where it's like you know it's homies and stuff, which yeah. is it's just kind of blowing my mind because to me, he's same like, here, yeah, he's like our our primo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it, it's weird because now he's like he's just like on my Facebook time like he's like he's like one message away from just like what did like and he's like whatever you need yeah and like I don't think everything I've ever asked of him he's never said no yeah so I was like you know back then it would have been amazing to have that yeah if I would have known that yeah. yeah if I would have known that I like I could have been like a moment that's what I wanted to be when I was young you know I wanted to be part of the moment and- well it sounds like you're kind of um taking what they did as far as the mole men and crafting and building out artists and having a unique signature sound. Yeah. That's what the grindhouse almost sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Just keeping that family oriented, keeping it tight. Not a lot of new faces, you know. Yeah. Um just yeah, just working on our on our on our sound. Yeah, but you've uh, you worked with Vic Spencer. Yeah, he's uh, been there pretty much from day one as well. Was like, he one of your first artists that came through? Or? Yeah, he was definitely one of the first three or four artists that came through and from that point on it's just been like you know, we've just been going full force. Yeah. Well, to, to see his growth, you know, I, I've been yeah. following him since 2010, I think. Yeah, and, yeah we uh, linked up like 2011. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I've, I've uh, been, uh, yeah, when him and um, Suleiman, yeah. when, when they had the Disappointed uh, Brothers or whatever it is they were yeah, going yeah, under. Yeah, yeah, Disappointed. Yeah, to, to see him uh, to see him grow his growth and, you know, now his, his like, you can't tell him anything at this point. Nah, nah he's definitely found his niche, you know, which is, which is lovely. Just seeing all, all this stuff he went through here, just you know, in the, in the scene, you yeah. know, just kind of just being like blackballed, sort of, and to just you know putting up a big middle finger, you know, finding his own lane, <laughs> which is dope. It's six seventeen here on Radio One Chicago on WLUW eighty eight point seven FM. What are we gonna hear next? Uh, I'm going to the exclusive. Is a another, another Grindhouse member, day one artist. We're going on an EP, um, Diary of Exclusive. Um, it's just you know me on production and him just just rapping. All right, so. Sounds good. We're, we got Dr. Mindbender live in studio here on 88.7 FM. We'll be back more with him. So stick around. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
I'm iceberg, you soft serve, cheese curds, apologies for my absence, the rebirth, the pain in my bars you couldn't rehearse, the exception of biometrical research. My aperture's on a different focus. You at peace with God, respect the lotus. Death missed me, I wasn't missing Jehovah. Got in my arms that allowed me to be your shoulder. I peeped the plan as for karma, watch the siege of plan. You poison the harvest, meet the reaper, man. They sinking in the ship and never see the sand. Never, never land, I see evil in Peter Pan. Don't fantasize when I can make a plan. Even if you kill my moms, I never take the stand. I'll exact my revenge, then be the bigger man. That's the game daddy taught me to be a gentleman. Come on and feed the rap batic. I was set here to expose bomb and break rappers. I'm the nigga they was talking about when they get told you. It's another nigga waiting to run you the fuck over. Heart made of iron, I don't break. These days they wanna sit in a hit, they send the jakes. I don't do coincidentals, I see the fake. So I don't know you day one, we don't share trait. Then I don't off you, I don't say what's up to you. Cross me, get you whacked by the same jit that be f you. Oh, you ain't hear me? Turn up the decibels, it's Cali Perp Medical to calm whatever's vexing you. Don't let your pride get the best of you. My weapon do work. You foxy and white, famous funny man in the skirt. Pulled up in the Maybach, I bet he left in the hearse. He forgot his rain vest, I got the wet in the shirt. See, it's all fun and games till somebody get hurt. Pleading, I'll give anything, I guess the nigga Lever. I'm a handsome nigga with money, that's reason to flirt. I was starving, planting seeds with my feet in the dirt. Uh. Hey, 620 here on Radio 1 Chicago. Dr. Mindabender is live in the, in the studio with us, man. Yeah, it's good to be here, man. It feels good to be in here. Good. How, how'd you get the name, Dr. Mindbender? Sounds like uh, like a villain from like the 70s or 60s horror film. Yeah, it's a play on the old G.I. Joe villain. <laughs> uh, I, grew up, I grew up with G.I. Joe head, and it was just a cool name. Yeah, I used to go by Doc Mindbender and then Akbar. Mm. Um, with OG, put the, he put like the... The double entendre on it. That's how I spell it. Now. Akbar, he was he was down with the old men and all that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's Let's another see. one of those guys that I looked up to, and then he's one of the first people I met out in Waukegan, and and he's like he was a legend back then. It was kind of just yeah, I, 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 yeah. I remember from the nineties, like the name. Yeah, stood out. That yeah, he's still around, man. He was in the in the grind house yesterday with him and Scud One working <laughs> on stuff. Oh, Scud One, that's a name I haven't heard in a while yeah. too. Yeah, nice. So anybody that's in that type of area is in the grind house. So you find <laughs> them type of people. <laughs> Uh, what, what is it about, uh, the, like, we were talking a little bit about the Grindhouse and, like, it sort of having this aura of nostalgia that's reminiscent of, of, the, of the, the, the moment sound. Did you feel like you're trying to craft, like, your own, I don't want to say, like, your, your not want to say imprint, but, like, have something, like, a staple here in Chicago that people know when they hear the Grindhouse, there, there's an expectation of the kind of music that you guys are going to deliver? I mean, really, yeah, now I'm, all it is, I mean, now it's all about branding, you know? So, I mean, that's kind of the brand is just that raw art form. Yeah. Definitely just want to keep that, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm open to different sounds, but the, when it comes to Grindhouse production, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just like gutter stuff. Do, do people still like the gutter stuff? I mean, I, I mean, as a fan, I like it, but what, do you, what is your take when, when artists come in? Do they know what they're looking for, or do you kind of, like, craft something that's... Oh, they kind of expect it from me. You yeah. know, um, I, can, I can cater to an artist, but keep it in my lane as well, you know, sure. which, is, which is cool. I'm not, you know, like, stubborn and, 
you know, like doing stuff one way. I'm open to sounds, but it usually comes out gutter nine times out of ten. Who's an artist that came through that maybe maybe a household name now that that surprised you? Maybe like a like you said to work with Vic, but like one of those earlier artists that came through and it's probably bubbling right now. Um, Tink. Uh, oh, really? Dreezy, uh, uh, Chance, Vic Mensa. Um, um, you're on the blank. BJ Chicago kids been mm. in there. Um, Valet was in there last week. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, just, I'm pretty much the who's who of Chicago has been in there. You're like, can you push some of these beats on the pusher? You know? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm when I'm working as an engineer, I work as an engineer. I, really don't push, you know, I, I keep those separate. Got it. Exactly. So, so yeah, those are some really big, huge names in Chicago like yeah. that all came through, at least uh, stopped through at one point or another. Yeah, yeah, that's just a handful of what I could think of off top. Does that add, like, validation to what you're doing? Like, all this great talent has somehow found its way towards you or with you? Yeah, it just lets me know I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know, um, for years, a lot of that stuff wasn't happening, and, you know, it's just been current, so I'm definitely blessed for that. The the grind of a producer, a life that, you know, sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen or what's who's going to bite onto what yeah. and take, you know, take the bait. Like, what we'll talk about, like, you know, there's a lot of probably aspiring producers and uh, artists who are trying to get into hip hop. Like, what about the, you've been doing this for 20 plus years, probably, you know, recording professionally for, you know, maybe even as long. Talk about, like, that struggle to, you know, even to go from obscurity to being a recognizable, you know, uh, voice and sound in Chicago. It's really, there's really no cheat code to it. It's just having faith and just, just being, you just got to have the, yeah, just faith and just got to have just the grind to work. You know, you can't be afraid to work. You can't be afraid to, you know, miss, miss a movie or, you know, miss a meal here and there or whatever, or, you know, going yeah. out, spending, you know, a night at the club. It's just, yeah, just really just having faith in your craft and just really just going balls to the walls with it. You yeah. Know? You know, Elmine, like, I'm glad you mentioned that uh, a while ago that, you know, he's one of my favorite producers and I follow him on social media and he, he posted something to the effect of like, maybe you uh, retweeted it, but it was like, you know, you like, why aren't you making beats? If this is what you want to be doing, why aren't you going the extra mile? Because yeah. there's someone out there that is doing that yeah. extra work. Yeah, definitely. Especially me being older. I know there's a younger kid out there who's going to have more opportunities than me. So I have to work more now. time. <laughs> I have to do it now. And, you know, I, mean, I got to do it. <laughs> there's no other way around it. Yeah. Um, you're, you're like naming off all these uh, fantastic artists, the chances, and, and now valet. Like, what what is it about all these? What is it about the Chicago MC that is now starting to populate and grow bigger? Because you know, even um, with with Drizzy, you know, we're seeing her on a bigger platform, and you know, Chance is obviously a huge superstar. Well, what is it about the what is it about Chicago MCs that people really draw themselves to? And it's just the swag, man. Just there's something. It's just really yeah. just the swag that they have, you know. What I mean, it's really not nothing lyrical or anything like that. It's it's just what they just bleed Chicago, and it's it's just infectious. It just stands out. Yeah, it's like the new Atlanta, basically. It's, it's like a, <laughs> it's just, you can't you can't. It's undeniable. You you use a lot of soul samples. What is it uh, like? What is your favorite sample? Like, do you have a song that you're just like, yo, I can do so many things with this? I don't have. I don't really have a favorite song. I could do that. I could name off anything like anything like like a Willie Hutch record. Yes. Anything with a lot of brass is is pretty much a gold mine. Yeah. Anything with a smooth drum break, you know, is 
a good baseline too. What what I like to sample is a good baseline. Yeah, and then pretty much everything falls into place from there. Nice. We're talking with Dr. Martin Bender here on 88.7 FM WLUW's Radio One Chicago. I'm Weekend Gay. We're holding it down. Uh, what what part of the city did you grow up in? I grew up in Waukegan. Waukegan. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a bird, like 40 minutes north. So how'd you find your way into the city? Uh, I moved in with my cousin Joe Grind. Uh, I was, you know, fell on some hard times. He he looked out for me. You know, yeah. He gave me a place to stay, and he pretty much opened the doors to what became the Grindhouse now. So. Yeah. So you can't say no to beats at all. Like he's like, I need beats. He's like, remember that time? Yeah, definitely. No. <laughs> Def- yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, so like, obviously, you get into the city. Did you know? And like, besides him, did you know kind of like what the city had to offer? Or I mean, you I've, just I've been out here. It's not that far, so it's like you come out here to shows every every weekend. Right. It's I mean, not, yeah, it's not, not like different. Yeah, it's not like Iowa. Or yeah, yeah, it's just down the street. <laughs> and Waukegan's a lot more hood than people think. So. Um, what what are you guys uh, else cooking up for the Grindhouse? I mean, we're gonna get uh, Joe Grind an exclusive here uh, in just a few minutes. Well, probably seven o'clock. Yeah. But uh, what else are you guys cooking up over there? Um, like we play earlier, Johnny Guns. Me and Johnny Guns, is, he's another um, artist from Waukegan that I've I've been with since like the early thousands. You know, that's one of the early homies. So I've been working on the EP with him. Uh, me and Vic Spencer got a full project that we've been working on for years that we're just kind of taking our time with that. Yeah, it's pretty much a classic in the making right there already. Um, his group, he's got a lot of people under his wing that I'm working with too, like Goose, um, D. Brash. She couldn't make it. D. Brash is a is a, is a dean at a at a school, so you know, <laughs> the knowledge first. So I, I don't blame him. And, yeah, uh, I got a young artist named Akeem. He's on a red he was on a red eye flight from Atlanta, so he couldn't make it for the cipher today. It's all good. Well, we'll get them on next time. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do this every month. We, yeah. we got time. We got time. Yeah, definitely staying busy. So I keep a lot of sharp MCs on deck. Nice. Is there is there an open door policy or is it invite only to the grindhouse? It's an open door policy as far as as far as recording wise, but as production, it's pretty much invite only mm. at this point. So you can come and use the space, but you can't. Uh, if, yeah. if you want anything, yeah, if it's we're like talking uh, that, yeah, we we're talking business. Yeah, at that point, then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got it. Well, tell people where they can find you, how they can keep up with you, and also everything that the Grindhouse is offering. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's Doc Demine Bender on all social media platforms. Um, D o c d a m i n d b e n d a. Uh, that's Twitter, IG, Facebook. Um, yeah, you can catch us at the Grindhouse at Fort Knox Studios, which is. Forty-two fifty-five North Knox. Yep. Um, yeah, that's I'm pretty much there all day, every day. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Good deal. All right, Doctor Mindbender is going to hang out with us for, for a little bit and uh, DJ the monthly hip hop cipher. We're going to get that popping, but he has another record for us. Uh, let us know what this is. This is going to be a, uh, an exclusive from Vic Spencer and D Brash, which is going to be off of me and Vic's uh, next. LP, which is probably like a year from now, so you're getting a good early listen. Nice. New music. We always love new music, and we always love Vic. You know, he's going to be stopping through here pretty soon. We're going to have to get him on there. Yeah, definitely. He'll come through. All right, hang tight. We got more coming at you right here on Radio 1 Chicago on 88.7 FM, WRUW. Keep it locked. This Radio 1 Chicago podcast was produced by Weekend Gabe, Tony, Alex, and Hex.